0: FYLP is sponsored by CapturedPrey.com. Visit CapturedPrey.com today for all your import and third party Transformers needs and save even more through the Captured Prey loyalty program. You can also save on shipping on domestic orders of $150 or more. See website for details. CapturedPrey.com Great toys, great prices, great service.
1: In a cold, far away world A battle is raging Between evil and good From the stone
2: Perceptor here Welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure T-F-Y-L-P for short Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom Now where did I put that corner stop? you will you take the chorus.
1: Back? Transformers!
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to TFYOP, episode number 316, recorded January 26, 2019. I am your host, Ron Land, a.k.a. WeirdWolf. Along with me this evening is Anna Pope.
0: Pope. Good evening.
3: Paul Fremel. How's it going, everybody? And Headmaster Don. Hey, everybody. Uh, let me make sure everything is going on here. Yep, everything looks like everything's going good uh want to welcome everybody hope everybody's having a, a good week i've had a long one <laughs> um i think everybody goes through that from time to time Hope uh, hopefully everybody is staying warm uh i know chicago you guys up there are, are uh getting ready for like double digit negatives aren't you
2: oh yeah it's nice and cold and um today just on I was just going to the post office before I came here, and it's it wasn't supposed to snow, but it's been snowing for the past two hours. So, lovely time to buy some more salt. Lovely, <laughs> your your video is frozen. I don't know why. Um, yeah, let me see if I can fix that. Yeah. Uh,
3: h- How is it out in the Midwest there, Anna?
0: It's <laughs> It's actually better than it was the last few weeks. Last week, we missed two days of school, two of my first days of classes, so it was kind of a bummer last week, but it's feeling better now. It's warm. Warm.
3: (laughs) Quote, unquote, warm. (laughs) All right, let me get Paul back in here. There we go. Uh, How about you, Don?
4: It's it's not bad. Uh, After two snowstorms, a hurricane, a brief flash flood over a weekend, Uh, My girlfriend has missed about three weeks of school, and she's a therapist for the school. So she's glad to be back kind of like to a regular schedule uh, just to get because they're looking at probably losing their entire second break for spring to make up all the snow dates. So, yeah, I mean, they've already lost like three teacher work days uh, just to just to make up some of the stuff because the school, the schools were there's a lot of county out where I live. And even though she works in the city, getting from the county to the city isn't easy when the roads have like six inches of snow on them. So it's not it's and here's the thing up in Chicago in that area, y'all probably have a budget for snow and scraping and more than two bags of salt that you can can probably share. Down here in the south, snow is not something that we are usually I've. I lived here all my life and I can say this. No, sta- no southern state is really ever prepared for snow.
2: Yeah. I mean, we do have a surplus of salt that I've heard about because uh, last year was pretty mild. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a different story up here. Yeah. So, um, you know, we get, we get, we, the first snowstorm we
4: had, we got basically 14 to 16 inches in my area, which is unprecedented in over 70 years wow
3: that's like snow in miami in 1977
4: (laughs) so yeah it's the main thing is it's it's gradually warming up and so it's better it's better
3: Um, my job where it's i work outside and um you know basically the vehicle i'm in i have to have the door open pretty much all all day or all night depending on what shift i'm working and um so yeah i was i had like three layers of clothing on today uh because uh, the high was 20 here today and which you know and i guess by chicago standards that's a heat wave right now but <laughs> um it did spit the snow the biggest part of the day and and uh, uh yeah my my hands are are legitimately cracked right now and it's not, well
4: yeah. well daron is it a forklift
3: no, no, I, I drive a yard truck. So
4: I was gonna say because if it was a forklift. You could do what I used to do at work. You get the shrink wrap, <laughs> and you and you shrink wrap a barrier. Well, around the uh, that you can still see out, but at least you've got something blocking the wind.
3: Well, I I I can close the door because uh, there's like a, a stand up door I can walk out the back of the cab with, uh. But uh, and I can close it, you know, because I, I have heat blowing in my face, but. I'm in and out that door literally hundreds of times a day, uh, so it doesn't really pay to close it, you know, unless I'm going from, like, point A to point B, and it's going to be closed for, like, five minutes. I'll let the heat build up inside, and then uh, whoosh. It, it's whoosh right out the door as soon as I open it, so it's kind of pointless. Uh, but, um, you know, hopefully hopefully the weather is, is holding off enough that people can get out and buy toys. That, because that's that's what's important. If you can find anything, <laughs> well, hopefully uh, everybody is uh, able to find Siege toys. I know I'm starting to finally see them at my local Walmart, which is really terrible about restocking. Uh, they've actually carried uh, the first wave of Deluxes uh, for the last maybe two or three weeks now, so I'm I'm pleased to see that at least. Although I have not yet seen bot bots in retail yet. I know they've been spotted in this area, but I personally have not seen them yet.
2: Got to look at Target for those. They they did a big restock. Well, the last time I was at my local Walmart, they
4: just got in Siege Micromasters and Weaponizers. Uh, My local Target had Leader Class Magnus and Shockwave a few weeks ago when I picked them up. And they've had Deluxes. But that's it. I mean, that's all. That's all I have in my town now. That Toys R Us and Kmart have closed, other than Walgreens, which which has stepped up their toy department. But as far as the siege stuff, they're not carrying anything that I've seen so far. Um, But it's. I mean, I've seen bots at Walmart in the single in the single packs in the the trays, um, and Target has had them. But it's literally you get in one case of anything above above uh, micromasters and it's gone and you don't see any for a week. I mean I mean at least a a, a month or so.
3: Well I, it's like, it's like I said my local Walmart is so terrible at stocking most collectors in this general area don't even bother looking there anymore so when they do stock something it sits forever because nobody thinks to go look there because well everybody just chalks it up as well they don't stock it. You know i mean why, why waste your time going and looking in the store if if you know they're not going to have anything so they've pretty much had the same deluxes for the last two or three weeks but i already yeah. have
4: those deluxes so. yeah the they they killed the bumble the bumblebee pdq that had the mini bots and the movie stuff the, the studio series stuff to the regular section so the section is full But it's all stuff from that PDQ, which is uh, please display quickly for those who don't know the retail jargon, or please destroy quickly. It depends on how it's made. Um, But yeah, all that. The shelves are full, but it's all, you know. um,
2: It's all garbage.
4: Shadow Raider, (laughs) Ratchet, a Jazz, a Lockdown. You know all this, all up, all that's is a drop kick up. So we're so locally, we're complete up to drop kick as far as studio series goes. Siege, anything deluxe and above, tumbleweeds rolling down the Target aisles, just nothing.
3: Well, I, I like Paul said, you know, Target in this area has been the place to go see it, but uh, I really, I, shoot, I haven't had a chance to go into Target and in probably. Two months now. Well, it was before before Christmas. It was the last time I was actually in Target. So, um, you know, I mean, there's literally one just down the road from where I work, but I, you know, it's not. It's kind of out of the way if I want to go to it. So, and whenever I get off from work, I just want to go home. <laughs> I got my blinders on. I want to go home. The, the cool thing is, uh, I did
4: stop by my Walmart to pick up some groceries of last week, week before last. And they have cleared out a lot of the power of the prime stuff. I got a two dollar blot, a two dollar cutthroat, a two dollar center twin. I got a dollar um, uh, one of the bumblebee mini figures. Um, so I, I got a few small things that I'm that I'm going to that I'm going to work with, but because um, I really like. The Terracons. And I got them basically because I wanted them on my desk to fiddle with. Because Blot is so good. I just wanted one by himself away from Abominus just to fiddle with Blot.
3: I I love the Terracons so much. Uh, They're they're like my favorite G1 combiner uh, team. So uh, I would love to have a a whole set sealed on, on good packaging. And I had a chance to buy each one of the Terracons. Uh, the deluxes uh, at Walmart here uh, recently, but um, like each one of them had a little something wrong with the card, and I wanted each one of them to have a, a really nice card. And then good luck finding a hun- hunger, you know. So, yeah,
2: Th- those just so you know, those are at I think tar- most targets right now for uh, 50% off if you can oh, find wow. them amidst the clearance. Because I bought a ton of blocks as well. For a custom, I'm going to do later. So, it's weird because uh, right
4: before Christmas, I I went to a Walmart close to my aunt's, and I counted twelve Hungers on the shelf, just pile and just in a pile.
2: You're killing
3: (laughs) me. How much are they?
4: (laughs) Well, then they were still full price. Uh It was right before Christmas. It was still full price. Um, But I mean, I was seeing I was seeing a lead of one and Starscream as early as late as right after Christmas.
2: There was still one or two floating around, but then that was it. Wow. Hey, uh, I, I know this isn't—we re- don't usually cover the news, but I, just before we get into our main topic, and um, ouch, my wallet! I just wanted to bring up like there was some huge reveals today, and I wondered if you guys oh. had any thoughts on them. Uh, I—I uh, I the, haven't heard of any. So, I, I think I know. Oh, I've really? been—I have been at work <laughs>
3: since four thirty this morning. Oh. So. <laughs>
2: uh, Well, it happened. It happened in China. So it happened like I I happened to wake up at five a.m. and I was like, "Oh my god!" On my phone, it was masterpiece uh, masterpiece movie Jazz and Megatron were dropped today, which we knew were coming, but they finally like revealed them. And uh, and Jazz has a very
4: special action feature.
2: Yeah, he has a fatality mode. (laughs) Really,
3: you could tear him apart.
2: Wow. He has a spine. You have to like put a spine on him, so he like is really dead. It's crazy. Wow, <laughs> wow. You know,
4: and I, I, I'll definitely probably get the jazz. I, I really, I, I've got Studio Series Jazz. I haven't, I haven't opened to mine yet because I've got a, a. Massive
3: backlog. Now somebody so, needs so. to get like a Hot Toys Predator or something other, and have him standing there holding uh, holding Jazz up, you know, with his spine to it down. Well,
2: you, you'll <laughs> be able to do it soon <laughs>
3: after Christmas. Hey, Durant,
4: if you can afford a Hot Toys anything, you go right for it. You, you do it, man. I can't. <laughs> you do it. I could not even. I could not even afford the Mark. I I wanted the Mark Five armor Iron Man. It's like can't do it.
3: Cannot do it. not, not on that. It. not that. Be prudent. <laughs>
2: too good at that. Wouldn't now, now was there anything
4: else other than Megatron and Jazz? Because I saw the pictures but didn't get a chance to really do a lot of research. Because I was on lunch.
2: There may have been, but that's all I saw. And then there was like, another thing that happened today was there was a leaked uh, wave seven and eight of Studio Series, which I don't know if it's 100% true. But with the movie masterpiece hype today you know people are bound to believe stuff like that if it comes across Lord. their screens just a list of like all the deluxes in oh, the oh. studio series coming out it, it was feasible it just it didn't have all yes. of the constructicons for instance that we know are coming out so i just was like eh
3: great well, assault top deal yeah
2: now that's one thing that worries me
4: is and my friend paladin brought this up as well on twitter um People wanting that Devastator is going to have to fight this kind of distribution over how many class sizes and how many waves trying to complete that Devastator.
2: Hey, man, it's fun being a Transformers collector. What can I say?
4: No, this, that reminds me of when I was collecting DC Universe Classics. If you want to go pull your hair out, be a, try, be, try collecting DC Universe Classics back in the day. And find unless you found unless you got a whole case when they hit the floor, trying try to complete Apache Chief.
3: Oh my God, it was not fun. <laughs> um, so before we get into ouch my wallet, I want to point out that we are both live on Facebook Live and YouTube. Uh, if you are uh, watching on either or, you can comment on the video and it will show up on the screen. As you can see, the YouTube. Uh, Uh, viewers are are streaming well and i checked the connection on the facebook live comments hopefully it's working i'm not quite sure it works half the time uh with the facebook live comments but i do know we are live on facebook live so hopefully knock on wood uh but <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? why wouldn't it? Um, but, if sure. you, uh, but if you love what we do, uh, go to patreon.com slash TFYLP. Help us continue each and every month uh, by becoming a Patreon for TFYLP. I want to thank everybody who continues to support us each and every month uh, w- because, as always, without you, TFYLP would not be here right now. So, thank you to everybody who continues to support us, and the more money we get through Patreon, the uh, the more we can grow, and the better equipment we can uh, we can equip ourselves with. I know several of the podcast uh, members here actually need better mics, better headphones. Actually, these headphones, if you've watched this podcast for however many years you've watched us, those are the same headphones I had from day one. So, <laughs> these are getting a little bit tattered, but... Um, they still work so as long as they work, that's great Uh, check out our sponsors CapturePrey.com, great toys, great prices great service, uh, where you can save even more with uh, free domestic shipping on orders of $150 more, CapturePrey.com and now with a stasis pod you can buy now and ship later and still save CapturePrey.com, great prices great toys, great service and also ripped apparel You can use the promo code TFYLPPOD, save 10% on your order with Ripped Apparel. And, uh, Paul, you got anything good to say about Ripped Apparel right now? Uh, No comment. (laughs) No comment, huh? (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, check out everybody, uh, check out all those, and uh, uh, let's talk about toys right now. I don't have any new ones this month, or this week, because... I had bills to pay. and Yeah, so. I made a payment on my Kill Bison, if that made any, <laughs> if that counts. <laughs> what, 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 a G1 Kill Bison? The Chinese version, yes. Oh. Well, it, it is the G1 Kill Bison, yeah. but it's the one without the GPS. Ah, uh,
2: sweet. So. we to have to <laughs> celebrate. So... Go
0: ahead. I was going to say it is so wild that you're putting that together to me, because that is such a cool set, and I really like it. And I like a lot of the characters from that series, but ugh, I just I'm not bold enough.
3: Well, the thing is, is I I told myself I would never get a Lyle Kaiser unless I could get the Chinese Kill Bison because I don't want to pay whatever the going rate for a uh, for a a really nice minty Lyle Kaiser is right now. I'm wanting to say probably, what fourteen to seventeen hundred, uh, roughly. <laughs> yeah so uh I mean that's that's realistically that's that's what you're probably looking at for a for a nice minty complete one uh in box I mean you'd probably get it much cheaper without packaging but um I just don't want to spend that kind of money on something that would just literally turn into glitter uh if I looked at it wrong so uh fortunately there is that option of that Chinese version of kill bison and actually I have it right here. So, yeah, in, in package. Stickers unapplied. Beautiful. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, I made another payment on that. And after I get him, I'm probably going to go after another one of the, the, the members. So, uh,
2: it's good to have a goal, you know, yeah. like a long-term yeah. goal. It's, <laughs> it's not
3: something. I mean, let me get him
2: situated back on the shelf here. <laughs> uh, but,
3: I mean, it's good I'm not in a hurry to get it because let's face it, the guy uh, those those toys have been around for what twenty five thirty years now, so they're going to be around a little while longer. It's not they're not going to go anywhere. So, um, yeah, I'm just going it's to
4: just, take my time it's getting. Just,
3: them. It's
4: sort of a shame that TFC's Hades did not pan out in being. I have I've got. <laughs> I've got Hades. Yeah, I've got Hades. I've. <coughs> I have, I have yet to fully assemble him. Just again, it's part of the backlog. I have,
3: I have no problems with mine. I I love it. he's yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> he's huge too. Uh, he yeah. is huge. I mean, he's he's not like Constructor or or the uh, Zeta Toys Bruticus big, but he's he's pretty he's pretty hefty. He's hefty. He is. I- so Anna,
0: I don't really care for it combined, but I do. I have the set and I really like the six figures together as a as a team. They look super cool. But I'm not a big fan of how it works combined.
4: Well, it's, you know, Lyle Kaiser's one of those that I would have I would have thought we, we might would have seen another attempt by now by another third party or uh or a Hasbro, but cuz you could Siege Cybertron, those vehicle modes pretty easily uh, if you wanted to, but again, it, everything is so up in the air right now. Without without that sweet sweet movie money pouring in, things are a little weird right now. On the, uh, of course, they're doing movie Devastators, so, eh, who knows?
3: Well, the Bumblebee movie didn't it uh, do a little bit better?
4: It passed four hundred million worldwide, but you know, I mean, which is good because everybody was worried the movie wouldn't do that well. But it's not like you know, Revenge of the Fallen money or Dark of the Moon money. You know, it's it's not that. Here, here's here's buttloads of cash for your movie that's been playing for six months. You know, stuff like that. Yeah.
2: It's still it's still like the worst performing of the Transformer movies, but it also had the lowest budget. Yeah. So. I think that's ironically, I think. it's the best of them. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It has, well, it has, I think it has legs, as they say. You know, yeah. like in the movie industry. That's why China's putting it out for another month. Yeah, you know? yeah.
4: It's uh, I watch. I'm not a big. I'm not a big video game person, but I watch a lot of video game reviewers just so I can stay up. Stay up in the, with the with the hobby. And one of my review, one of the people that I watch is Jim Sterling, and he says that these big publishing companies. They don't want some of the money; they want all the money. So you sell five million copies of a game, and it's a failure. And that's kind of like it's, it's the Bumblebee movie made four hundred million dollars, and it's considered you know not performing well. So it's all based on how much more money do you want to be shoved in the back of your, you know your Ferrari or something?
2: Well, well, I'm not I'm not sure if you if you're up on the current news, but like the. Owner of Paramount said it was successful at this point. Like he made a statement, like, "Hey, we are considering this a successful venture." Yeah, I was,
4: if I had heard that, I'd forgotten about it.
2: Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it like changes week to week. <laughs>
3: so, well, um, I mean, it, maybe if they if make a second one, money. they'll pump more more money into the budget. You know.
2: Well, I'm it? a little worried now because now, they, now there's like fish There's all these official statements of there's a, a sequel. To the Bumblebee movie, and I'm like, "What?" Because it was a prequel to the Bay movie. So, does that does sequel mean an Optimus Prime film, or like, are they going to muddy it up and say this is actually a a reboot? reboot. Yeah, which there is no such thing as a soft reboot. It's either the same story or it isn't in my in my universe. So, reboot that. Mm
3: -hmm. So, Paul, you have any? uh, uh, Well, uh, we we didn't finish with Anna though. Um, Anna, did you? Uh, you haven't you haven't ouch my wallet this month or this week.
0: Oh, we didn't we we didn't start with Anna yet, but yes, I thought we had. I thought we had. We did before the show. We talked about it before we started.
3: Uh, See, see, Um, that that just shows you how tired I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I understand. I'm there most weeknights. Um, I actually thought about it for a second. I have three, so I'll try to go relatively quickly. Um, so I did manage to find um this guy. Earlier today, so I get my Siege Ultra Magnus, who I have not opened yet because I haven't been home that long. Um, you can
2: put them, next, you can put them new, next to your other one.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Because someone enabled me to have more Ultra Magnuses. I've officially gone back to being an Ultra Magnus collector, so now I can have all of them. So I'll just have to make some sort of awful display of the same guy over and over that I love very much. It'll be um, beautiful. And it will look beautiful. And that one and the one that I got for Christmas will be at war to be which one is cooler. Because I really like both of them. But um, I've heard so much praise from all of you about him that I definitely had to get it. And another thing that I heard too much praise from all of my Transformers friends about and had to get was this guy. I went ahead and got Siege Hound, Uh which was not in my plans. But... It just kind of happened he just kind of came to my house so now I have one of him as well and um, honestly after messing with that I kind of I kind of want to say so far it's my favorite siege toy I really really like this thing it's um it's really fun to mess with the transformation is clever in a way that reminds me of the magic square cleverness that I am currently obsessed with Um. And I just really enjoy the figure. So I guess I'm going to finally replace my Classics one, which I've had for like half my life or so, it feels like. Um, I guess I'm going to finally get rid of that guy and keep this one.
2: Are you going to keep Ravage?
0: uh, That is the reason I've held on to Classics Hound for so long, is that Ravage. But I think I'm okay with just keeping my MP. So I'm going to go ahead and let him go. Um, and then to finish off the ouching of the wallet, um, I had ordered this a while back, but I ordered more magic square. I finally got the the tiniest magic square figures: the sea spray and the beachcomber, um, which
1: really
0: cool. they are really good. Like the sea spray, I feel like there's a lot of good sea sprays in the world. So I feel like I could be like, oh, he's yeah, like good Hasbro like the Hasbro one. one. He's the, good, the like, good lines, like the other party ones. He's, 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 he's kind of,
3: kind of, just there. just the, just the best audio? Best. <laughs> your audio. Does, Does something happen with the,
0: the best audio? Because <laughs> I don't hear it. You
4: sound
3: like Soundwave right now.
2: Yes. Sound if he's gurgling razor blades. Is your phone nearby? Because it might have been like some cellular interference or something. But it sounds fine now.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just say, um, I don't know how much about my talking about Sea Spray came through, but Seaspray is good. <laughs> like all the other Seasprays that are out there, he's good. Um, but I'm pretty crazy about this little guy. Um, just because you, I may or may not have mentioned this in a show in the past, but I also collect, Ropo Anna shows up for at least once a show, so it's okay. Um, Anyway, I also collect, um, like, Figma and S.H. Figuarts and a bunch of those other anime-style figures that are very poseable and very, you know, like, high-end poseable but small figures. And he feels, like, that level of toy. Like, he's just very, very poseable. But he's also very, very small. Like, I'll hold him up to a hound here. You know, this is a very tiny fully-featured humanoid form. You know, he doesn't really have a big backpack, doesn't really have kibble. He's just a fun little tiny robot person to play with. Now, I will say that his transformation is fun and easy and, you know, magic square like usual. But his alt mode definitely looks more like a golf cart than his usual um, dune buggy look that we're supposed to be going for. So...
3: During the episode, transforming him, I, I want to see him in golf cart mode.
0: I, I, I will transform him down on my lap while this show's going so you can see the golf cart. It's um, not very impressive, but it's the first time a Magic Square figure has had an alt mode where I've been like, huh, I don't really want to display that. It's still fun to play with.
2: Well, it's the robot mode is the main attraction, right?
0: It definitely is for this one. And it they do it well,
2: too. They do it well with those Magic Square figures.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. They're really impressing me, which you can see because I feel like almost every Tuesday night on the um, the microcast, we talk about Magic Square.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, they've, they've got so much product released in a relatively short amount of time, plus the slate of what they have coming out is just daunting
0: it is pretty big i'm so looking forward to that prime they're doing the small one not the big one the big one's fine whatever people can have it more mp primes whatevs but that small prime they're putting out just looks so cool
3: so uh anybody else have any ouch my wallet i've got i got a couple small
4: things really uh it's not on topic, but I, I got a good deal on it. I got the uh, Mesco One Twelve Classic. This is my Iron Man. As much as I love m- Movie Mark Five, this is my Iron Man. So I, I I did wear some dynamics and got a good deal in it. Uh, but uh, Transformer wise, I picked up. Um, I was, actually, I got it about a month ago, but it finally just arrived. I got Magic Squares Trailbreaker. He just he just arrived and. Uh, I also picked up Magnus and Shockwave about three weeks ago. Again, I haven't had a chance to open them yet. Looking forward to giving some t- some downtime to open them. Um, and I also picked up. Uh, oh yeah, the Magic Square Ultra Magnus. So I so I've I've got that as well. So um, it's amazing on that Ultra Magnus. How much of it, How much of the transformation is just. It's weird, but when you think about it, it hides everything so well. Even the rotating wheels on the feet to go from like a free rolling wheel kind of to the stationary wheels when you look at it in robot mode. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a, a, a nice pickup. But other than that, it's uh, I got most everything before the holidays. It, it now it's just a matter of waiting for restocks and wave two of, uh, well, the next studio series because... I really won't side
2: swipe. I really really won't side swipe. Should be here in a week or two. So, I got a question about this Magic Square company. Like how long have they been around cuz it's suddenly like boom they're, they're like everywhere. Yeah. yeah, they're like the main jam. it's like magic. Yeah. Uh, it, Is it? it reminds me of like maybe 6 months. Six months. Well, I
4: think I think we saw the original prototypes for the uh, Grappling mm. Inferno about a year and change ago. It's that not that right. Yeah, it's not. It's not been that long since we first saw those those resin or those gray model uh, prototype figures for Grappling and Inferno, and then it just seemed like boom, just we got. We got sideswipe, then we got red alert. Now we've got the G two sideswipe, and then it's just, you know, just everything's coming at once. But now yeah, they've, they've got. It. You know, they they put out a lot of product in a short period of time. Heck, they're already being knocked off by Papa Toys. <laughs> you know, so they, they've already That's got so chaos of
0: them. I think they're pushing on ten unique molds already. If I'm if I'm right. Like and that's really fast for a year to yeah. think a third party company and putting out ten unique molds. Well,
4: also the the legend the legend scale they're working at they can crank them out. Yeah, they also and they have a lot, of, but their uh, their QC has been really. Which surprisingly, with that many figures, I haven't. I've been. I watched several people for reviews. Uh, Diecast, obviously. I watch Bobby Skullface. I watch P.R. I watch uh, Emco and everybody. And the the QC has, seems to be across the board pretty good, uh, you know. Other, other than a few a few some limited limited articulation, but at that scale, you can forgive a little limited articulation for what they're doing on these transformations. I haven't transformed Trailbreaker, but I've watched a video. Some of that stuff I can see. I can see Takar doing copying that transformation on that Trailbreaker and it would be a great looking masterpiece because everything everything collapses in on itself but it's not panely it all basically goes into the legs and then folds around so it's it's a lot better looking than it could be which is a bunch of
2: panels and tabs everywhere
0: well Charter's i mean it's really good
2: this company must have like it's not like they're veterans to this, like they maybe have done this with another company, and like just decided, hey, we're gonna do this new aesthetic, and us three guys know how to make this happen, and we can get this all launched in a year or something.
4: Well, we've talked about this before, Duran, on the show, and I've talked about it before elsewhere. We don't really know how many of these companies exist separately from one another.
3: Well, a lot of them uh, are sem- uh, Some of them are the same people. Like, you, you might have one guy that, like, designs for, like, two or three different companies. Right. Uh, and, you know, one guy that actually does two or three different companies is, you know, as like a, he's like the backer, financial backer behind these. Right. You know, so, I, I, I mean, if I'm not I mistaken, mean doesn't Keith uh, that does KFC, doesn't he also have something to do with, like, DX9 as well? Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it it gets really murky whenever you talk does, about it, who's it, behind. Mean,
4: if every third who, party out there sees this, and would love to do a a flow chart of how you are inter interconnected, that would be awesome.
3: But I, I don't think we're well, right. I don't think that will happen, Don. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I, to, I,
2: wouldn't,
4: so. I wouldn't bank money
3: on that. <laughs> but
2: I would I would love to see that family tree. But I don't think there's any seeds for that.
4: Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> well, the seeds of the future are buried in the past. But um sure Hasbro would love to see that, too. Very much (laughs) so.
4: But I mean, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of sharing designs. There's a lot of aesthetics that do carry over. But you also got all these companies going for different niches in some cases, like Magic Square is going with the Legends stuff. You got make toys with a cross dimension going for the anime kind of feel to it. God, I want that Galvatron! Oh, I want that Galvatron so bad from Make Toys, but um, so yeah. But however, it's being done, we're getting great product, and yeah, I will say this: it's as much as I love City Commander, it's come a long way from City Commander. It has,
3: and the little Cliff uh, Cliff Jumper Bumper set.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's when you know you're old school. Yeah, (laughs) when you know when you know that guy.
4: (laughs) Oh, he's adorable.
2: It oh, does it look a like golf a golf cart. cart.
3: Yeah. With a long, with a long really nose. really funny.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's just a golf cart with a long nose. It's very strange.
4: I mean, cool. yeah. Because uh, I've even got some of the. Um, I have all of the City Commander armors, other than the ones that they made for like limited production runs, like the Shatterglass Purple one. I don't have that one. But. Cool. I that's not it. that's not all then, well, is it? No, well, well I didn't feel I didn't feel like paying four hundred dollars for that armor at the time because it cost me enough to get uh, the shadows the, the shadow commander armor that wasn't the KO. But I I've got all the protector armors and almost all the city commander armor. So I really like what they you know, you know, that start, but it's
2: so incredible what we've got now. Yeah. That was a great great time. It was a great time to be a Transformers fan. Still is. Yeah. That was a fun time. Oh yeah. Uh, so Paul, uh, what made your wallet say "ouch"? Well, one. I'll be selective. I'll just show two things. But this is love. I love this this Ooh. Megatron, uh, I, the uh, MP36 Plus. I didn't think I was going to like it so much, but this thing is is awesome. I just I know the Deco's G1.
3: I just cannot get behind that Deco anymore. It's it's, it's pretty, they got, they got, but I'm happy with my. I'm. It's pretty, but I'm happy with the uh, the animation one. That is... that that chrome is is gorgeous. Though. Yeah,
4: the, I will. Yeah, the, it's it's yeah, sure. it's it's sparkly.
3: <laughs> Look at it shining off his face. It's
4: like I
2: know. <laughs> it's just. It's...
3: You're you're muted.
2: Yeah. It... Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like this so much, but now that I have it, like the gray, it, the gray is like just like yellowed enough to give it a really unique flavor, and the the feet are all metal, like they're metal wow. on the the regular one, but they're painted on, on MP36. So it's nice if it's unpainted; it really feels like the original toy. And the, there's tons of tampos on here. I love tampos. I hate stickers. Yeah. So I'm just I, I like it way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. So highly recommended by me. Yeah. The only thing I wish that thing had, they had done on that one
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Decepticon ass tattoos. <laughs>
4: but, yeah, I wish they had done the blue insides for the lakes. Like so that way you can have both the classic Megatron and like the variant from that versus set. You know, so yeah, so that kind of get, like, a double homage in
2: there. I mean, I don't think the world could have handled that, because it would have been too cool. But then it would have had to come with the sword, too, because that's one thing. This this did not come with that, like, toy sword and the uh, the other toy, like, cannon. Yeah. But I'm with you on that, Don. I would totally have taken that up. And this next one is just kind of fun, I think, because I purchased this... I purchased this... uh, from another Y L P member. Yes. And I heard yes! that this is someone toy. else's.
4: The better of the two toys. Yes.
2: I believe this was yours, Duran. Is yeah. that true? Yeah.
3: Did you get that from Christian?
2: No, I got it from Sergio. Who oh, got from it Sergio. From okay.
3: <laughs> oh, so it's been so it's been in, in my it's been in my
2: collection. It's been in Christian's collection. It's been in Sergio's collection, and now it's in yours. Oh, it's mine. It's not going. To, it's it's staying in mine. So, yeah, Paul, uh, did, did you get the Ultra Magnus too? Because I have them both. No, no, I'm just i I have no plans to combine them. I'm just Tom, I like uh, the weird Tom, yellow Optimus. Don't combine them. You will hate I loved it. Eyes.
3: I loved it combined. Oh, God
0: I think it's, it's fun. fun.
4: Yeah. but Paul, in case you weren't familiar, by my outburst, I Fire like Convoy it. is my favorite. Taking Masterpiece out of the equation because it's not fair to put that Masterpiece in a regular retail line kind of thing. Fire Convoy is my favorite Optimus Prime figure, even more than Galaxy Force. I think it is the best figure they have done. I love it.
2: Well, it, from from old episodes I've listened to with you on it, you and I both have the shared experience of buying all the car robot stuff and then a few months later it all coming out of Toys R Us. And you're like, what the
4: fuck? I didn't know <laughs> that was going to happen. And I, 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 and I told Aaron Archer last time he was on the show, thanks, Mr. Archer, for making me buy them twice. He said,
2: you're welcome. At least, at least we have the ones that say Japanese phrases. Yeah, yeah, it's but Fire Convoy. I mean, I
4: love Fire Convoy. I think it is the best looking Optimus. That's not a masterpiece. It's just, but God, that the story. Oh, did, do you know the story behind that? Behind that, Sam's Club wound up oh, getting the yellow one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two different divisions of Hasbro were doing exclusives for Sam's. And they didn't know the other part of the division was doing an exclusive, that's why the decos don't match. Oh. Yeah. So they were they were doing they were doing double exclusives from the two divisions, but they didn't know it. That's why when you combine them, you get Gauditron.
3: <laughs> and I love it for him. Yeah, I love him for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well or- I I actually like the the inner bot more than the big the big combined version, but yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it all together like this. Yeah. So, so thank you, Duran, for the past passing trip. it along.
3: <laughs> and actually, Orson bought that for me at TFCon Canada three years ago. I think it was three years ago. And the only reason that, uh, that you have that in your possession is because uh, I want to say two years ago it was I. I I actually had to miss like a month and a half of work due to uh, complications from my diabetes. So uh, I got to the point where I had to sell toys to pay bills. And that was one of the toys that I sold. So the only reason it left my collection is because I was broke. <laughs> uh,
2: but but well, uh, It still has all the missiles and all the parts. So it's it's been in good hands yeah. this whole time.
3: I, I got to take some pretty pictures of it before I let it go, so... Well, do you plan on getting the Darkfire Convoy uh,
4: lucky
2: draw? Do you plan on trying to get that? Out? Uh, I mean, it's not like on my list, but if it if it came across and I and it wasn't like two thousand dollars, like maybe I would consider it. But
4: it's it's, it's it. I ha- I have it. It's a great figure. Uh, I actually stumbled into a, which was the beginning of Donanomics. Basically, <laughs> I I got it new in the box for six hundred.
2: Oh wow, yeah. I mean that must have been a decade ago or something, right? Uh,
4: about 7 about 7 years ago, yeah. Ah. Yeah. I got I got real lucky on that, but if you get a chance to find one in those darker colors, it really is a great looking figure.
2: I mean, I I could imagine them maybe doing an encore of that, but since they had so many problems with the other set, yeah. I can see they maybe won't. But um that's like one of the most sought after lucky draws out there. Yeah,
3: it's also technically one of the easier
4: I ones to
2: find. Have a.
3: Uh, I was going to sh- uh, share some some pictures here. Uh, here's one in the chat. Uh, but let me see if I can screen share here. Yeah, just don't plan on trying to find the ultra magnus. They made ten.
2: Yeah, that's rough.
3: So if you're if you're looking at the uh, uh the. The, the live screen right now you'll see uh, you're uh, the actual toy that Paul has right now right next to him. Uh that's the photo I did of it um a couple of years ago. When was that? Uh July twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. So it's been three years ago. Yeah. Um let's see here. And then I have a picture of it combined here. There it is combined. <laughs> Much to Don's chagrin.
4: Well, I mean, I was there the year they showed that off at Botcon. I have the Polaroid. I took my I took my parents' <laughs> Polaroid with me and bought the film because Dad wouldn't give me the film. He said, "You go take the camera, find you buy the film." I have the Polaroid that I took of that. And
3: and uh, just for kicks and giggles, you were talking about the lucky draw, Godfire Convoy. Uh, showing off the pictures, pictures of that right now too. Uh, this right here is—it's—it's uh, it's really hard to come by. Piece. So, how many of, of these were made? You know,
4: I want to say the number that I remember. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Daniel could probably correct me on my numbers, but I think it was 450, which for a lucky draw
3: is pretty high.
4: Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's but higher if you think cost.
3: if you think about general production runs, that is super tiny. Yeah, that's less. Yeah. Than, that's even less than botcon levels. Yeah, but it, but but for a lucky draw,
4: it's it's very high. Considering they do, like I said, the matching ultra magnus, they
2: did ten. Yeah, it's, I mean, I would almost consider that not a lucky draw at that level. But you know, it's lucky draw just means how you were able to get the toy. It was like a, a drawing. At a at a magazine in Japan, yeah. But somehow the same people always end up with those. How does that happen? Hmm. magic. Magic. Is it a magic square?
3: <laughs> well, you know this. This is a topical uh, podcast. Uh, we've we've covered the topic of what made our wallets say ouch this week. Uh, now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what does how does the media. Affect us as collectors buying the toys, uh, and does it matter whether or not the toys are good toys uh, f- uh, for that media, and vice versa? Does a does a good toy make us want to watch the media, even if the media is not that great? Is that is that kind of what the the idea you were going for, Don?
4: Yeah, uh, yeah. When I brought this, this idea came from many discussions at Botcon with friends from RFC, all the people from Botcon that I've known since the beginning. Uh, I've been with Rick and other people. That a lot of my a lot of my friends say that for the Botcon sets, the fiction didn't matter, didn't matter what the comic book was, didn't matter what the theme of the show was, as long as the toys were good toys. That's all that mattered. And I understand that to a degree. But these toys exist only in this one brief moment as far as being brand new product. Relevant. Relevant, yeah, thank you. And without the comic book, without the fiction, without knowing where these characters came from, knowing without knowing what their motivations are the backstory, Just something to give us an insight into these characters world They they feel in to me. They feel incomplete Uh, And I and I'm going to use the set it was the set um, uh, Cybertron's most wanted it was the Megatron from the Silas breakdown prime mold with the matching mini cons You had, and then you had all the other, and then you had the other characters from that set as well. You had the uh, General Optimus and Sergeant Hound that were named from a boarded G2 concept that the Generation Toys for. That set, again, this is just me speaking, but as a set of toys, it was good. But when I read the fiction and saw who this Megatron was, you know, what was going on with the Warooters being from the the, uh, Diaclone, I believe. Seeing the fiction made the set more important to me, because I saw how this snapshot of the universe unfolded. And that's why the fiction is important to me. Otherwise, you wind up with things like Power Core Combiners. Towards the end, Power Core Combiners was getting very good, but we had nothing to back them up. We knew nothing about what the story was, and, yes, from a kid's standpoint, that leaves their imagination wide open. But I think if they had had something, a Flash animation cartoon, three or four minutes or something, an impact comic, something to give us an idea of what this universe, what this world of Power Core Combiners was, that would have made the kids have a better idea to imagine more, if that makes any sense. I mean, you you can start from scratch, but if you're given a, a, a two word sentence, like, you know, and then,
3: then you can springboard from that. You've well, got, look so many- how many generation one characters really, they, they had no media, uh, Representation of their character outside of their text spec bio. Skids, skids. Weird is Wolf. Yeah, we're, uh, yeah. If if you wasn't if you didn't grow up in Japan, Weird Wolf appeared maybe ten seconds on screen during the rebirth. Exactly. But you know, uh, and you know, he had some comic representation. But for me, you know, I I fell in love with the character from his bio card. Yeah. You know. So. So
4: to me, to me, the fiction is important because it helps flesh out the characters. So you, at least you know something about them. So it, they're not just this this thing, this cup that
3: you know nothing about. Um. Well, uh, Siege toys right now. Is there any media backing for them at all? Not not unless
4: you count the IDW reboot, which which we're thinking will be more in line with the concept of Siege. So, possibly.
3: But right now, they have no media backing yet. They Everybody the loves law. these toys
4: that's actually yeah. getting their hands on
3: well, for the most right. part.
4: So, I mean, it, it's not, you don't, and one thing I am want to, one example is, and I'm not trying to talk too long, it's just this is something that's really oh. been important to me for a very long time, is that you don't have to have a lot of fiction on the... Bi- I mean, I miss bios on the back of the cards. These studio series, does they don't need bios, because you know who they are from the movies. But if you have a line of figures, and like Siege, and there's no bios, other than like, like Autobot Commander, or Decepticon Sabotor, whatever the case may be, the toys don't feel like they're complete, again, to me. Transformers Prime. They had a full cartoon. They didn't need the bios, but the, the first edition toys were so good. In most cases, they didn't need gimmick. Their gimmick was a good transformation and a good representation of the toy on the television. And they had a good fiction in the in the cartoon series. But if you got something like power core combiners or siege or other lines, but you have nothing to anchor them into this universe of, 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 of worlds. They don't seem, yeah, you can enjoy the toys. And you don't have to know where they're from or what their motivations are. It's like, is this a good toy? Yes, it's going on the shelf. Is it a bad toy? No, it's going in the box. Whatever the case may be.
2: I mean, I might disagree with you that there's no fictional backing on Siege toys. I mean, I know who Ultra Magnus is. I know who Shockwave is. I even know who Skytread is. Even as far his name as G one,
3: as far as G one goes, but I mean, if they want to throw these into a new continuity, which they have virtually for every toy or every line
2: since Generation One, we don't know who these characters are. Well, but you know that that I'm sorry, Anna, but <laughs> I do I know they're, you know they're coming out with the the fiction, like you said in the, in the comics. I mean, it's just. It is so hard for Hasbro to do this to get the fiction and the toy releases to line up. They almost—I don't know if there's many examples of them ever doing it correctly. Maybe around animated, maybe around Prime, but it all fell apart again right after that. Yeah, and I think they're finally—I think there's it's a It's Rick Lift.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not
4: saying no. Yeah. Well, see, that's also when they were really as bad as aligned continuity doesn't align because you can't tell me the characters in Prime are the characters from the movie You you can't tell me that no all that does not work together you know as an aligned continuity but at least they were trying to get a focus out of toys and like you said toys
2: and media at least in that they were trying to make it consistent well, yeah, they, I, I feel like they inherently made a mistake after movie one when animated came out. As awesome as animated was, like they needed the Clone Wars from you know episode one and two of Star Wars to perpetuate the brand in between the films. And then they said, "Stop! We're going to make this prime show. It's a lot closer in mood and you know look to the movies, so the kids are not going to be confused." Yeah, it's. I just think I think
4: everybody wins when you have fiction that you can have an idea of who these characters are at like for example, you're right. This we know what we know Ultra Magnus is. But do we know who this Ultra Magnus is, or this Optimus, or this Megatron? We can guess based on all the previous we know Optimus we know Megatron at one point worked with Optimus in, in some continuities. We know Ultra Magnus has always had a stick up his butt. It's in most continuities. I mean, it's just sort of Ultra Magnus. It's his thing. It's just not having a fiction at some point makes the characters feel like they're less of a character. There's, it, 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 again, this is all me, but I want something to tell me who is this cup? Why does he have a little man for his head? You know, you know, you know what what is his story? Even if I have to make up a lot of it, tell me what's going on with this guy, so I know what his. I want to know his story. You know, that's one thing. I one thing about Dreamwave. We all have our own opinions about Dreamwave. At the time, it was the best stuff ever because it was the first real relaunch in comic form. Mm -hmm.
3: Anna, you you. You were chomping no. at the bit to say something.
0: A while ago. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: Sorry about
0: that. I, I was just going to say that I feel like I feel like a lot of times it's almost safe to put out these guys without giving us fiction because we already have it. And when we're the target audience, and I mean we, the collectors, the people who would go, oh, that looks enough like G1 Hound that I'm going to buy it and covet it. Um When we're the target audience, it's okay not to have the fiction out yet. It's okay to put the fiction out later. It's okay for the fiction to kind of halfway not be that great like it was for the Prime Wars trilogy. Um, People didn't really love those cartoons, but it didn't change the fact that we were already buying the figures. You know, by the time um, Power of the Primes had come out, everybody had already had their negative reaction to Combiner Wars, the cartoon, and no one cared. We still bought the toys. Yeah. But I feel like it's super important for the lines that we're targeting towards kids, especially the ones that have, um, the ones that have new characters. Like when I interact with my friends, three to four year old, and he talks about his, um, rescue bots. He talks about the cartoon characters he doesn't have yet and how he would like to have them. Right. And that's kind of a motivating factor. And I feel like they're almost making a good decision to focus on the having the fiction out there for the kid focused lines. You know, they have the Cyberverse cartoon running as the toys are coming out. They have the um, Rescue Bots fiction running as the toys come out. I feel like they're almost better to focus on those lines, just like they did on us when G1 came out, than to really worry too much about putting out a new cartoon to make me like Hound again, even though I can only remember like three lines that Hound ever said in the G1 cartoon. Um, we really don't have to have a new fiction to get me to want a Hound in my life.
3: You know, yeah. uh, Carrie, she mentioned here in the uh, uh, YouTube chat, uh, Transformers new fans. She says, uh, question. Why can't Hasbro get the distribution to come out simultaneously for a card, a comic or cartoon show? Um, and, and, I, and I see what you mean there. I mean, lately it seems like they just can't seem to get something coinciding. It's either, like Siege is right now, they uh, they have toys, but no media that really backs it unless you count the G1 media. Or you go back to, like, uh, Transformers Prime, where it was well into Season 1. Or even Transformers Animated, where we had, like, two full seasons of the cartoon out before we even saw the first toy. Um you know, you kind of wonder why Hasbro can't do this. Because back in the day, you know, and and I and I say back in the day, like whenever we were growing up, uh, with Generation One, you, ha- it's like you would watch the cartoon, and then as the season progressed, you would like start seeing more of those characters appear on the shelf. It might there might be like a month or two lag time, but not like. Six months to a year, you know. Uh, I, I remember getting a new toy that I hadn't uh, that I had just seen in the cartoon recently, uh, or read read in the comics back then recently, and getting that toy. And it, you know how the Transformers always came with the little catalog. Uh, I'd open it up and see like the this all the new toys that they had out that uh, at that time that were coming out at that time, and. It didn't take long to find that whole list. You know, there might have been one or two toys that were hard to get in certain regions that I, like, never saw. Uh, for example, I never saw, I saw Scorpionok one time on the store shelf. And that happened to be whenever I was in Michigan visiting my sister. We went to a shopping mall and I got brainstormed. And I saw Fort Max and Scorpionock on the shelf. That was the only time I ever saw Scorpionock, and I saw Fort Max only one more time, and that was at a Toys R Us uh, as a kid. But you know, at least they were on the shelves at the appropriate times, and Hasbro can't seem to do that anymore.
2: I mean, from just-
0: a business perspective, isn't it really high risk to do that though? Like, you run the risk of things happening, like, with The Last Night, where I thought that I would want those toys, and then I saw the movie. It said, this movie's garbage, I refuse to buy the toys. Um, it's really high risk to invest in both the fiction and the toys at the same time, isn't it?
2: I would agree. I think that's a really good point. I, I was going to say it's, more, it's mostly the, the difference <laughs> in timeline and deadlines for creating fiction versus a physical product. They're just not the same. You can make the TV show or an episode of the TV show these days a lot faster than it takes to actually make a line of multiple products and you know get them from the manufacturer to the, to the United States, to the stores, to the distributors. It it's just they're they're two different they're two different um, sides of the coin, too. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 the toys aren't done and the people that People people are making deals with the television shows or the production companies to get this fiction ready. Those aren't the same. They aren't going back to the toy people being like, "Oh, are you ready?" No, they're like, "We're getting this done. I don't care where you are. You better get you know moving too." So they're 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 at somewhat of a conflict between each other because they're both trying to hit deadlines.
4: And also, the fact is nowadays you've got so many more legalities and licensing issues causing these hurdles because back in the day you probably didn't have to meet half the regulations that you do now for you know this company has rights to this but this company has rights to that but this company has rights to this so you've got more people with more pieces of the pie trying to reassemble the pie and I'm hungry for pie now (laughs)
2: 3.14 Well, and going back to what Anna said, it's like with the when the first movie came out, they didn't know if it was gonna be a gangbusters property or not. They they might have guessed, but like they they did a big launch for the for the products and everything. And I remember I, I actually went to launch day. I was going to a wedding and I had to go to Toys R Us in my tuxedo before the wedding to go buy all the <laughs> buy all the toys. But like they didn't have Bumblebee. You could not find Bumblebee anywhere because they didn't get it. And I think they, they didn't understand how big of a hit that was going to be. And so then they got a scramble to like raise. That's why we had the premium toy lines. Cause they just had to like reorder up a whole bunch of stuff, like all the, all the Autobots and Decepticons. And they just decided to do them in a better deco. So they weren't the exact same toy. And then with revenge of the Fallen, I think they hit it just right. They're like, this is going to be huge. We already know we're going to just make this amazing toy line. And then it kind of diminished after that, like you said, because the movie started making less money. The toys weren't as good. They ha- they they have to. There is a risk involved with like you just don't know how the public is going to react to your fiction or the supporting toy line. Well, the,
3: and that's exactly how this ties in with our our topic today uh, tonight is the fact that you know if you have really good media but crappy toys do you still want to buy the toys even if you know the toys are crap because you love the media so well? And vice versa, if you have really good toys, but you don't care for the movies so much. You know, uh, it's like some of this uh, studio series stuff. I'm I'm really digging some of the studio series things. I'm not a huge fan of the Bayverse designs, but... You know, I, and I, and 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 most of the live-action movies beyond the first one and Bumblebee, I really didn't care much for the movies at all. But yet, I want a lot of these studio series toys and even some of these movie masterpiece toys. It's it's kind of weird, you know. I don't care for the media, but I want the toys. And vice versa, you know, if you have like, uh, you know, really good media like Transformers Animated, I didn't really necessarily want the toys because they just didn't look right on my shelves to me. Even though they were good toys in general, if you just set them by themselves, they were genius. But you can't put animated toys on the same shelf as with other Transformers and they look right to me. I, uh, some people have no problem with it, I can't. I mean, does that make sense?
4: Yeah, Yeah, it does.
0: Anyway. And I agree. I will I will buy, if I really like a character, I will buy a subpar toy of it. For instance, I, um, I went out of my way to get that box set so I could get the Nautica figure, even though I actually don't like how it looks. I don't think that's a good representation of the character. I think it looks kind of awkward. I think the RC remold is way better but i wanted a version of nautica so here i am spending you know a hundred dollars on a box set so that i can get it even though i'm not that hyped about the um, actual figure itself
4: yeah it's uh, so it's, it's a placeholder right now until something else <clears throat> comes along either either third party or, or first party
0: I'm really hoping for a good third-party version of her before we completely forget the character.
4: And I'm going to apologize. I didn't mean to run away with the topic at
3: the, at the top. No, of the you're, you're fine, Don. This is a discussion it, it, topic. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the whole point, <laughs> Don. Yeah. It's, you're, it's just, you're doing it right. You're doing
4: it right. I'm doing it right. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's just... I've always hated having having characters and nothing to go by it's like i miss back of the box bios i miss actual honest to god decent bios on the boxes because if there is no fiction for them get like you said and get especially for the young the younger aimed lines give them something for their imaginations to springboard off of and even for the older people give us more than just a we Optimus Pro, heroic commander no duh Really, Optimus is the heroic commander? I would have never guessed that. Well, he wasn't inanimated. Oh, true, true. Uh, but his name literally means first best. I mean, okay. <laughs> you know, with that. But it's just... Yeah. But it boils down to, like, like, for example, with BotCon. That's one thing, that, like I said, that's where this whole thing came from. It's like having just this group of toys and nothing to give them a place in the universe a reason for being I hated that and I don't I hate this I don't want to see that happen to other good lines like if Power Core Combiners had kept going imagine what we could have gotten because the last wave was really between Grimstone and Steamhammer those sets were really good sets but there was nothing behind them to know where they came from what they were you know all that maybe there had been some kind of fiction uniting them Maybe there would be more interest.
2: Well there, also, wasn't, there was in Japan, which oh, was yeah. Pretty, it was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh,
4: but also very expensive if you remember what some of them EX sets were running at the time. Also the entire second wave of repaints didn't help matters. But uh but yeah, that that that's just that's just always been important to me is that that the characters have some kind of anchor to the rest of the Transformer universe and they're not floating out here in the either. It's like, well, make up something and that's fine. Yeah.
0: I agree. And it also means that if something isn't supported, like, you know, Grimstone being a really cool Power Quirk Miners figure and something on my shelf that I always look at and think, you know, who is that? What is that? It'll never get a remake because it didn't have fiction to support it, so no one's going to remake that figure and make a better version. It's not going to get a third-party Grimstone. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It's a loss.
4: Yeah. It's like, you know, we'll, we'll, never, we'll never learn does anyone actually call him Dino Pope?
2: <laughs> I've got kind of a weird theory that I think pertains to this, but it's like, I think the reason the brand is still... Successful and ch- chugging along with collectors for so long is because the original fiction, you know, it was. Let's just say it was strong. The Generation One cartoon and the comics. Let's just. It know, had to strong. be strong.
3: It had to be strong for the uh, for the franchise to even be, take, be taken off.
2: Okay, so so let's at least admit that it was it was strong enough, and it had this whole toy line backing it. But the reason we're still pining after this stuff is because the toys were not what we saw in either form. And so we've been trying to fill Iron that high. gap for yeah, yeah, forever. And so that's if you had perfect toys back then that looked exactly like the cartoon, we'd all be satisfied and probably like move on. But we're still trying to fill those gaps and always have been. So I think that's I don't know how that kind of relates to the the topic, but Well, well, like, a, well you're right because it's like
4: these characters when we were younger and again when I say younger probably being the oldest person here I was 14 when all this started I'm 4 I'll be 49 this year so I mean I wasn't young target audience young when all this started but I can see where someone like you know Optimus Prime was this big but when you got him he was this big this larger than life huge character and like you said Paul we're we're trying to we're trying to get the toy that makes us feel like that kid again, so we can say, this is what Optimus Prime was to me.
3: Yes. Christian, you have joined the fray.
5: Surprise, it's me. Well, I was watching you guys live, and we were talking about back-of-the-box bios and PowerCore combiners all at once, so I figured I needed to be here for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's part of the media... Uh, or the fiction behind the toys that helps drive the sale of the toys, or make us uh, make it drives our desire to want the toy more. Uh, and I know maybe well you probably experienced this a little with uh, with Beast Wars and some. Uh, as you went into uh, into the store and you pick up a toy that didn't necessarily have a uh, a main media backing like uh, as in like the cartoon. Uh, yeah. You pick up that character, you read the bio on the back of the uh, on the back of the toy card, and you're like, "This guy sounds cool. He looks cool. I want this toy." Um, Absolutely. But nowadays, you just don't get that. You just look in the box; it looks like a cool toy. You may or may not have media with it, like Siege right now. I keep going back to Siege because it's a good example right now. We just don't have. You know, bona fide media backing yeah. behind it. Most people don't, it, don't even know who Cog is.
5: Oh, right, and, and why would they? Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you saw my comments in the the Facebook chat. But yeah. what I was saying is that that was the job I wanted to have when I grew up. I wanted to write those bios. I wanted to write that copy. I wanted to write all of that stuff because I had so many ideas of you know what characters could be and, and how to how to express what those characters were to to new people to you know. Casual fans or to new fans, you know, people who don't know who can. That's great, but uh, now that they have omitted that completely, you know, I, I guess that's not a job option anymore.
3: Well, it's Very like they—they they have so much stuff they've got to cram on the packages now. Um, you know, like multilingual stuff. Um, you know. I, I, the legalese, I really don't see that as a problem because you had legalese even on G1 packages. You know, copyright, you know, blah, 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 you know, safety hazard, warning choking hazard. You know, you gotta you got to have that on the packaging. But that doesn't mean you can't, Yeah, you know, there. what line was it here recently that had like a little bio on the back that was literally like one or two sentences? Um Studio series? Is it Studio series that does that? I thought I thought it was like Combiner Wars, maybe Titan Returns that did that. The uh, the back of the packaging, but some of them, I mean, they literally had like one or two lines. One sentence. That, yeah, like one the sentence
5: translated three more times, but yeah, one sentence.
3: I mean, but the thing is, you can't use that argument anymore because you, uh, all I got to do is look at the uh, um look at the g1 reissues right now on the back of the package you can't read it right now because my camera's not high def enough i mean but it's bilingual bios on the back of the package you can't tell me that you can't do that on modern toys
5: so was that you know saving the cost of a position you know does Forrest lee still work for hasbro He used to be the copywriter for that stuff i don't know did they eliminate his position to save money and that's this is the result of that I, i don't know
4: Boy, that got dark real quick.
5: <laughs> well, if he's not doing that job,
4: I, mean, I, mean, I, I, job I, I, I agree. Know. It's just like, just like, whoa, where did that? So,
2: is it weird that I have never cared about the bios, like, ever? Not even once. Is weird.
3: But you you've cared about one. you've yeah, cared yeah, about yeah, the yeah. media,
2: though. You, you cared about no, cartoons yeah. and the comics.
3: It, the, the bios is just one form of media.
2: But it just—it seems so disconnected from the actual media because it's, it's different people writing it, and there's always been inconsistencies between them. There's been there's been some consistencies, but I'd say there's more inconsistencies than than not. I think there's a point to be had there. And when we were talking about all those the Beast Wars non-show characters, I
5: mean, when's the last time we got non-show, non-media anything? What's the last toy original character we've had besides Botbots?
0: some of the movie figures, right? Because they were still doing them back in, like, Revenge of the Fallen.
5: Yeah, that's been ten years.
2: A couple the, uh, of the Moon, maybe. The, uh, the little, um, the real, the, the ones that came out in the first movie, those, like, Amra. Yeah, the
0: real,
2: yeah, the real gear. Gear. yep, Those yeah. guys, yep.
0: Yeah, there were also some non-movie, some, like, characters that were just made up in the second, at least, movie line. I don't know about the third one.
2: I guess there were a few Stark Dinobots Steel that
0: weren't actually in okay, yep. movies okay, four and five,
2: right? Yep. The Dinobots weren't actually hardly in the movie.
0: <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> no, they had a cameo.
2: <laughs> I mean, there were some characters in Prime, right? And, and even animated that didn't ever get shown. Like, there was Rumble and Sergeant Cup in Prime. Yeah. I mean, I think they were a intended here. to be, but it just never happened.
0: It's a good point there were a few
2: yeah yeah so but i don't think it's as common
0: anymore
3: that anna, was the point i was trying to make anna was born in I 1984.
0: <laughs> i was i was i did go see them my parents did take me to see the movie when it came out though which had to be really pointless with me being three but you know
4: <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I, start, I feel so much rejuvenated and, and younger.
3: And yeah. Don, you've only got four years on me. so <clears throat> but That's a hard living four years. Those first four years of collecting
4: took a lot out of me. One, <laughs> to 88. That took a lot out of me. And then I had to sit the power of the Force, and that was even worse. <laughs>
3: But um you know I I want to appeal to the uh, to the viewers uh on both Facebook and and YouTube uh what do you feel compels you the most to buy the toys or buy into the media you know it does, does the toys uh, it, you know if you have really good toys do you want to buy into the media more or vice versa how do you feel about it um, you know, I, I'm, I'm torn, you know, I, I love a good cartoon. Uh, matter of fact, I've just started rewatching the Transformers animated cartoon, uh, here recently. Uh, that show? yeah, I, I, I goofed, uh, the other day, uh, the other Christian, and I, uh, I, I, I ripped the entire series and real, uh, then I didn't realize that each episode was duplicated on each disc. So I, I would I, I made two copies of episode one, two copies of episode two, so I only got half the series so far. So good thing. Why are they duplicate it on the disc? I don't know. There's there's two episode. It's like episode one is like the first two video you know, anyway. Uh, All right, weird. <laughs> it is weird, but I'm gonna have to go back and redo half of it. But anyway, I just recently started rewatching the animated uh, cartoon, and you know as much as i love that cartoon the toys i i liked the toys but it just i just it was just a hard sell on me to go buy the toys uh, even back in the day I, I i had a lot of the show characters um but then you know after the cartoon went off the air I'd, I'd sit there and look at them i'm like i i don't feel compelled to want these anymore have you guys ever felt that have, uh, i mean was you totally bought into a toy line, a Transformers line, uh, when the media was hot and fresh? And then after the media went off the air, you didn't care about that line anymore. I did it with uh, with a couple other lines too. What about what about you guys? Beast
0: Wars, Beast Machines. I bought all those toys as the cartoons were aired, and I thought they were so cool. And as soon as I stopped thinking about those characters on a regular basis, I hated the toys. <laughs> I have kept almost none of them.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm more Beast Machines than Beast Wars, but I totally agree with Anna, because once, <coughs> uh, be, once Beast Machines is over, I look at what I bought and I wonder why. And, and something why? else, something else for me, Armada, Energon. Cybertron. The Unicron trilogy is also the same way. Although there's more toys in those three years that I would keep versus Beast Machines. But yeah, I look at a lot of that and it's like, why did I buy Energon Ironhide? Do I hate. Was Supreme Cheater not enough self loathing? And I had to buy Energon Ironhide on top of that?
2: What What I'm hearing from you guys is that the. Media really influences your perception of the toys.
4: Well, it, it, it helps. It does. It helps make it more of a full package, I guess. Kind of. It's, it's it's just more of a, I guess it's just more of a thing, for lack of a better phrase.
0: Honestly, like for me, it's not. It's not so much that, like, I don't know. It did influence me getting the toys, but it got me to get bad toys. Basically, is the way I think of it. It's like any of the any of the series that have ended and I look back at the toy and still think it's good. Like Don was saying, I have kept a few Beast Force figures. I've kept a few Beast Force figures that I think are good figures. Honestly, I've been really thinking about going back and finding a Magna Boss again. Because I really, really like Magna Boss, even though I didn't keep it when I purged on my Beast Wars. And it wasn't a cartoon um, character. I still, I want that figure again, because I think it's a good figure. But it's just realizing that I bought a bunch of bad toys because they were at a show I was watching. Is not really changed?
2: Well, I, I guess sort of my, I don't want to like put off the wrong statement here to make it seem like <laughs> I hate this stuff. But like G1 had a lot of bad toys. Okay. It like, did. It did. I, I, I'll admit <laughs> that.
3: Yeah, broadside was a bad toy, but I like the
2: character. Yeah, and and so you can I guess with with G one a lot of people like remember the media so much that the toy like if a new awesome toy comes out they're excited because it like rekindles that joy they had while watching. While, while living through the media. So, like, if, if some of these Beast Wars toys you were talking about were reissued and were, like, super amazing and much better than the ones you initially had, would, would that excite you? Like, would you get re-energized to get that figure now?
0: I'm so excited to finally have a good Obsidian figure from the MMC repaint they did of their world to make an Obsidian um, from Beast Machines. That is so cool. I really liked Obsidian and Strika and I... Had to get rid of the toys after I realized they weren't very good, <laughs> and now I get to have good versions of them. I think it's super cool. So yeah, definitely.
3: Uh, Computronimus Prime. What broadside is bad? The Generation One is not a bad toy. <laughs> as far as uh, it depends on what how you define a bad toy, you know. what I mean, so uh, he he was a fun toy. I, I, I give it. I give him that. I thought he was fun. But as far as detail, he didn't have a lot of molded in detail. Didn't have a lot of articulation beyond like elbows. He didn't have legs. <laughs> he did. Story. It's a bad toy. He did. He had an indentation that gave you the impression that
0: he had legs. <laughs> nah, not enough. But but yeah, they, so far,
2: yeah, they were. I would say saying it's a it's a fun toy. That's accurate. You know, it's fun. G one Megatron was interesting but like compared to that compared to mp36 it's a joke i mean yeah. it it well does, does g1 megatron actually have hips or leg joints or like what is that they're kind of floating there <laughs> it's got a well, big old trigger is,
3: well yeah tran- uh tra- transformers new brand Ironhide and ratchet's toys didn't even have heads you know they had that's a true. sticker for a face yeah, and that's before headmaster so yeah yeah you can't even use that as an excuse but you know that you brought up another good Good point there, uh, Paul. Is, is that masterpiece for the most part does not have a current media uh, driving it, uh, its sales. We want those toys strictly based on a thirty-plus-year-old cartoon that really wasn't that good in uh, in in its in its. If you boil it down, I mean, the writing was okay. I mean, it was. It was for kids. I mean, it's it's not really deep. Uh, the animation was eh, sketchy at best, but yet we want toys that look like that animation. Why? The,
2: the, the archetypes it, was, it created were very strong, and they've yeah. they've uh, you know they've lasted the test of time. Sorry, Christian, what were you going to say? Oh, I'm just going to scooch that application over to classics as well. Yeah, it's true. It's it's fueled by nostalgia for sure. I mean, this whole thing is so. Just what which, which level of nostalgia are we are we aiming at? You know, at any given time. Yeah.
4: But but is but is it fair to kind of put masterpiece in the same uh, the the fiction category because so much of what we have is all variations of G one and Masterpiece is like the ultimate G one line. So it really of, of everything we've talked about, it doesn't need any fiction because it already has thirty years of fiction to back it up in some fashion.
0: Masterpiece I guess. is the ultimate application of that whole idea of being invested in the fiction. You're not going to see a masterpiece figure of Grimstone, you know, like we were saying earlier, or any of the other characters that never got fiction. You know, even thirty years from when they came out, you're not going to see a masterpiece piece, figure of that. It'd
2: yeah, be cool, you but you won't. Yeah, not happen. Well, I, Don, I think that goes back to my comment about Siege. Like, there, it's still like without the new comic, it is able to live on its own because a, the toys are awesome, but it has a basis in G One, in that thirty year nostalgia, like you know, universe we've been talking about. I mean, that toy is awesome. It's yeah, toy. It's basically it's everyone keeps saying mini masterpiece. Every toy is a mini masterpiece so far, except you know the Battle Masters. They're you know kind of crappy. Well, that Megatron. Nice. I don't know about Megatron though. He he's he's
3: good, but he's got he's got more issues than a lot of the other ones. Yeah,
2: I I, I could agree with you saying it's it's a weaker of the bunch, but I think that they didn't. They overcomplicated the transformation in a way that makes it more interesting. It could have been a lot lamer.
3: But, you know, ultimately, though, the, the Masterpiece toys, they're leaning more toward the animation accurate. But as I stated earlier, they the animation was sketchy at best. You know, I mean, how many times did we saw? Uh, you know, which version of Optimus Prime is MP44 going to be based upon? There's, there's the uh, the the Optimus Prime head that uh, some close-ups it looked like he had like a visor uh, over his eyes. Some t- uh, some uh, you know kind of looked like you know a visor as in like a baseball cap bill, or some looked like it was the smooth. You know, he had more rounded eyes. He had more octagonalized you know which one is it going to be but we want it still even though the animation was was not consistent it was sketchy we want it still and and i agree with what most people are saying is that it's the nostalgia that that fuels it but ultimately when we boil it down we want the toys why because the media drives it You know, I mean, but can can we think of instances where we love the toys but didn't like the cart, uh, the the media? You know, and I'm I state the movies
2: because that that's that's where I went to a, first. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest elephant in the room, I'd say.
0: For me personally, it was um, it was car robots slash robots in disguise. I um, I kind of I. I enjoyed Car Robots just from its over-the-top anime-ness that it had, but the, um, the English localization I thought was awful. And I still loved the toys so much, I'm sorry Christian, I still love the toys so much that I've actually kept them, you know, I actually grabbed my Superfire Convoy earlier when we were talking about it, um, even though I really didn't like the cartoon at all.
5: Paul, is your yellow Prime still around? The one that has belonged to half the cast by you, this you, point. You you <laughs> oh, yeah. missed
3: uh, the beginning of the uh, the the show. We showed her. Ouch, my wallets.
2: Yeah.
5: Oh, cool. Well, he made he made her wave at me when I joined, so that was cool.
2: Did you did you need him? Need to see him again?
5: <laughs> no. We were talking about it
2: to prove a point. I don't know. I, I didn't know you sold him, Christian. Point,
5: but, yeah, I sold it to Surge, and Surge sold it to PF, and it's gonna go to I guess Anna next, probably. <laughs> Maybe. No,
0: I already Look, 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 look I already have a yellow Superfire Convoy Get it? Uh, get
5: it? No, Sergeant. I have joke that it's, it's basically our sisterhood of the traveling pants <laughs> <keep, keep
3: laughs> selling yeah. that, that figure to Who has right? not and owned it, that it, toy yet? That particular Where'd you toy. get it from, Jerron? Uh, I, I, uh, I stated earlier, I got it uh, Orson found it for me at uh, TFCon Canada about three years ago
2: Three or four years ago. And my my came question came is who who paid the most for it? <laughs> Ooh, not me. That
5: I don't know may I be me. It. I, know what I, mm, great,
2: <laughs> I don't know what I paid for it. What <laughs> yeah, I paid for it. fun time. I feel like we're 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 kind of like closing up, but um, yeah. I kind of want to show you one more thing that I ouched, but I didn't want to put it in the. Okay. In the beginning, since we're all talking about Optimus Primes, I got this crazy thing. Oh my wow. god! That's
3: kind of pretty, actually. What it's is pretty. it? Why crazy. is
0: it blue? It's
3: I don't like a I powder blue MP10. Is it? Who did that? Why Shane or
2: Kuma or some weird <laughs> ass company? I don't know. I oh. got it from Sir Toys. Oh it's my god! The, there's,
4: oh. there's, if
2: it's, it's like certain toys, bucks. there's no telling. Oh my god, that, that's, uh, it, it's weird. Like it doesn't have ratchets the in the wheels. <laughs> it's a knockoff of a knockoff, and it's a crazy color. And it's, I don't know if I'll keep it because I don't really like to support this kind of thing. But I, it was so weird that I had to, I had to get it. Is the general quality pretty. on
3: it okay though?
2: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. It has the metal, the metal, uh, you know. The die diecast chest. Well, and whatever
3: you do, don't lick it because you'll get lead poisoning. <laughs>
2: yeah, look at the wheels.
1: Exactly.
2: They're, they're made of plastic. He Man, got that's some, the only thing he does. He got some twenties going on there. <laughs> and it, and it has a an axe that he holds instead of that's cool. On his like that Let me line.
3: ask you a question.
2: So I don't know. That's a weird. It's a weird thing, no. and it's it's big. It's like that oversized version of the. NPC. It is big.
4: Yeah, because I've I've got the I've got the oversized the uh, the y jane clear, MPP10. It's probably
2: that same like general mold.
4: You know, I see that Optimus, and the first thing I thought of was if Optimus had been in the Killing Jar episode, that's what that's what his reverse colors would have been was blue and red. You white. know,
3: if Fans Toys releases a Quietus that is in the uh, oh yeah, oh my gosh, I would totally buy that.
2: I would too, and I don't buy that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would. That 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 episode has never been like you know called for uh, color schemes, and I don't know why because they're so crazy.
3: Yeah, what is it like? The well, green, Cyclone's Cyclone's doing a, now, so maybe green cyclonus, green cyclonus, and like the like the red, like the maroon ultramagnus or something. Purple red <laughs> you know, that
4: would that would be a hell of a gift set for something like Magic Square could do a Killing Jar set. With their, if they if they do a, because uh, they, they they've got a Quintus, they've got a uh, Cyclonus, and they've got an Ultramagnus. If they do a Retgar, they could do a, <laughs> a Killing Jar set.
3: Yeah.
5: Well, let's pull that back to topic. That sounds like a very specific media driving toy sales. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Single
5: episodes doing that.
3: Paul uh, Paul uh, Nightwing number one said uh, says on uh, YouTube says it's from the episode where the Dinobots were made. Uh, it's a reference to yeah. an animation mistake. Oh
4: yeah, I mean, when, yeah when, they, when when they shoot Optimus. oh uh, no, the uh no, when he's chained up against the
2: uh I know exactly what he's talking about. It's definitely not supposed to be that, but I'll take it. I thought it was like a shipping company, <laughs> right Paul? Yeah, it's like it's kind of like a Amazon, it's like a Chinese All right, this is okay, this is going to get confusing. So there was this image that came out from ELE.me which is like a food delivery company I think in China or Taiwan some, some Asian company and it was that light blue Optimus MP10 it was also supposed to be a Squeaks and all the word it was just these images that appeared online for a while and I believe this KO is based off of that weird image it's Like we want
3: that color <laughs> scheme no matter what so let's make our own mold and color it that way
2: yeah, it was like right around the time that J.D. Red Knight was revealed. So it's like, oh, my God, is this going to really happen? You know, and it's a masterpiece toy. Oh, my God. And I still think it might, but maybe it was like an idea that got abandoned. But this is not that actual, like, this is a KO. This is definitely a knockoff. Yeah. So.
4: Well, you know, they, they did that sleep mode dead prime. I mean, animation error prime would kind of fit in with the rest of them. I mean, I've got Seven Eleven Prime, and that's one of the craziest ones. It's
3: gorgeous, <laughs> I still and I love
4: that. I would love.
5: I that. want Rage so Plague cool. next. Rage Plague, please.
2: Yeah. Or hate, hate Why plague? have
3: we not gotten more toys that uh, that homage the the Hate Plague? Just all red. All no well, okay. Red. Well, see, Golden
4: Golden Lagoon was the test run, and I don't. And I think that was part of the problem is the Golden yeah, Lagoon. Be Golden Lagoon Hate Plague and Killing Jar. That's next.
3: Yeah. I, I would love uh, you know, Hate Plague Rodimus, Hate Plague uh, Masterpiece Ultra Magnus. I think we yeah. would all hate them.
2: Not oh, to, like, I don't to know. Make a pun
5: there. Uh-huh. They're just all red with no paint.
2: There, there's only that? one Hate Plague toy and that's the little PVC Silver Optimus <laughs> holding the Matrix. That little tiny one. I wish. I don't know. I'd be all for it, Don. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Golden Lagoon came first. Next it's like chrome red guys.
4: <laughs> oh, Harry, they're all fully chromed. Like it, it'd be like, say, okay, we need to outdo Goldoran. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Therion knows what Goldoran
5: yeah, looks yeah. like. Unite Warriors EX, Hate Plague Abominus.
3: Uh, but the thing is, is, the the thing is with the Hate Plague stuff, remold all of their faces to make them look like they're angry or, or, or really pissed <laughs> off.
4: Arr, you know, <laughs> you get
2: get Derek Yuniger to do all the faces. You know, I, I I could see a third-party company doing that first, you know, and, like, kind of, like, showing that, getting people interested in it. Mm-hmm. But, but whatever. We're off topic. Where's
5: the uh, where's the Optimus Prime dead corpse masterpiece? That that, that was sleep mode. Not sleep mode. The, the red and blue, like, normal colors,
4: but with his, like, zombified I, eye and stuff. You know, I'm, I am kind of surprised. Mausoleum Optimus. That's yeah, cool mausoleum. Optimus. I am kind of surprised a third-party Optimus has not come with that, like the Magic Square of uh, Optimus, because it does have the battle damage. I figured that would that, uh, that would have been a perfect <laughs> one to have the, the zombie head.
3: Gus won on YouTube. Why have we no, still? He's still waiting, uh, and I'm I'm going to ask this: Why have we not got a Rumble covered in bird shit?
4: <laughs> wow. You know, I can imagine a third party doing like a little cloak <laughs> that looks like that. And you just sort of just drape it on top of the rumble. <laughs> you, know, rumble you, know, you know, that's something... You know, this is maybe a topic for another, another day.
3: <laughs> Different kinds of repaints?
4: Yeah. Well, you know, Magic Crazy Square... Like, 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 but using Magic Square, doing episode-based sets when they get more figures out. Do like a Decepticon Raider in King Arthur's court with a Rumble and a Ramjet and a Hoist and a Warpath, or uh, Lance, yeah, uh, yeah, and and, and and let's say God Gambit with a Cosmos and an Astrotrain and a Jazz, you know, Big you know can of bug spray. yeah, you know, make make episode make sets of figures like gift sets of figures based on these individual episodes. I can't imagine them not doing well because everybody has a favorite episode. But like, I love God Gambit. I love the Gambler. Give me a good Devcon. Oh,
3: Give me a smoke screen. The uh the Magic Square, the little uh legend stuff or the uh, the Brobdingnag whatever it is is what they're called on the package. Uh that call specifically that is uh, that's na- the name of the of the kid that played with the toys. Yeah. In child's- and, in child's play. Yeah. So planet
5: that's Aaron, his name's Aaron
3: yeah but would it, I remember like, that one very so the name of the planet was Rob the, name the planet, yeah. okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so yeah. it is in a way, magic square is harkening back to a singular singular episode.
5: Can, can we get a singular episode pack of Seaspray becoming a person, a human? Sure. Or Powerglide, you know, Mackin on uh, that girl named after hotels,
4: Astoria, Astoria, Astoria
5: Carlton. This
4: something I want to I want to discuss at some other future point. Drawn is if season set episode sets of figures.
3: Interesting idea.
4: I
5: think probably only Magic Square could really do that.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, now Toy World's also doing that. Sell, that size class too. Oh, but then yes, only that size class could do that. How about that? Yeah.
3: So,
0: I guess. Go ahead. I mean, first off, they're not that much cheaper than the bigger figures, and they're actually more expensive than mainline um, uh, retail figures. You know, this is this is cheaper than this, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like. I feel like anyone could try to make just like single episode tie ins. I feel like they have done it because I I think one of the um one of the third party power glides does come with a little um figure of that one girl, right? I'm not making this up. I don't think I'm making this Rick, up. Rick
3: Rickhofen, I think's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rick is Dofen, the
4: third party power glide does come with a little Astoria.
3: And d- yeah. uh, didn't uh, the um universe power glide the the voyager didn't you open up uh, wasn't you able to open up his chest and he had a little heart in there
0: yes Just a little heart. Yeah. Yes.
3: so technically that, that episode got homaged wow i thought
5: that was wonderful
3: yes all right guys Storm attitude, uh before before on. i pimp a couple other things here do you guys have closing thoughts on our uh discussion topic for the day anything anybody
4: I will. I'll just say this, and I've talked a lot about this, and I apologize for going on too long. Um, I don't think you have to have the fiction if you have really good toys. I think a good toy will sell itself. But I like having the fiction because that way you sort of know more about the characters, more about the universe this series inhabits. And I would like to see more fiction, even if it's just a better bio on the back of the box. Just so that way these characters are a little more three dimensional and to me that only
2: adds to the enjoyment. All right. I would say I, that I, I would say that when the fiction is in line with the toys, that you have the most success. It's just very difficult to to do.
0: I think it's just a little bit of a bummer that when even these third-party companies come up with somewhat original designs, like, you know, that Steel Bug figure that was a combination of a movie design and a metal slug, or Dirty Man, who's a toilet, they're not going to sell as well as the figures that are direct homages of cartoon characters. And it's kind of a bummer, because those are two really cool designs, in my opinion. I guess I just called a toilet really cool, but whatever. (laughs)
4: Well, well, Anna, we can't blame you for being flushed with excitement.
3: What's all this talk about short round? <laughs> What's all this talk about short round, people?
1: Oh,
5: Short round's toilet mode. Yeah, yes. good times. Shit. Uh, I think our franchise is fairly unique in that we've been driven by media for so long. And not just any media, but we have several different kinds of media and several different phases of media throughout the history. And so really anyone can have a piece of media that they really latch onto toys or no toys. But I think we can definitely say that without the way the media influenced people originally in G1, um, trust wouldn't exist today.
3: True, Absolutely true. Well, uh, I want to remind everybody that we have a new, uh, show that we have, uh, started. It is Facebook live only. Um, Usually hosted by Lucas, it has been hosted by Lucas. Uh, we were calling it the mini cast. Now it's uh, it has been uh, re- rebranded the microcasters. Um, it's uh, a more focused yes. It's a more focused uh, mini podcast. It's thirty to forty five minutes, um, and like I said, Facebook Live only. So go to our uh, tftalk.net dot Facebook page. And like and follow the page, that way you'll get the notifications. Anna, when is it?
0: It is Tuesday night at 10 Central, or, or 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Sorry, I always get time zones wrong. And this week, we will be talking about this figure Excellent. and his purple friend.
3: And his purple friend. Oh, yes. Shockwave.
0: Yeah, Shockwave as well. Yes. I don't own Shockwave. So the other guys. So have I, I to can talk actually about be her.
3: on that podcast. I can actually be on that one. <coughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not usually guess. on, but I was actually wanting uh, a future episode, uh, not this week, uh, but maybe next week if I'm not uh, not on there. I know you guys don't have it, but it's something that needs to be talked about again because I've uh, actually been seeing it brought up a lot recently on different forums like Facebook and on on message boards but brave toys I'm gonna do a little unboxing of this guy on live uh, on the Facebook oh. live um,
4: Duran you got him back
3: yes I did get him back I got him back uh, about, oh, about a year ago
4: go oh, god congratulations yes congratulations yeah
3: this is a uh, uh, brave X kaisers dino geist um, uh, even though I have opened it, I'll basically do a little unboxing. I'll set up a secondary cam here and uh, um, uh, basically introduce people that aren't familiar with Brave Toys what Brave Toys had to offer. Um, and if you love Transformers, you'll love these guys. I mean, there's there's a reason people love these guys. They are made by Takara, as you can see. You know, we have got the the little Takara... Uh, logo Takara. down, there. yeah. Um, great stuff here. Though.
5: Is that the one you told me about? That's a train.
3: No. So dinosaurs. No, no. Wow. You're you're thinking of Triballer. Okay. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this guy here, he's very much like uh, G One Snapdragon. Is the closest thing I can think of. Yeah. So you're you. gonna take
5: over Microcasters for Brave. Yeah. Rude. rude. Rude.
3: Not rude. Rude. Not rude. rude. Not rude. It's an ad. Microcasters it's is the goat. Avenue. It is the goat. Check out microcasters at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, on Tuesday nights on Facebook Live. Uh, just like I said, like our uh, Facebook page, TF Talk and uh, make sure you uh, set your notifications to get notified whenever posts go up. Uh, we share a lot of news uh, about Transformers uh, from around the uh, the, uh, the fandom and around the uh, the web. So if you like uh, like us, follow us on there, uh, and as always, go to our Facebook group at uh, facebook.com/groups/tfylp, and you can just chat it up with us on there. Uh, talk about uh, anything Transformers, uh, third party, or what we talk about here on the show. Um, you know, if you want to talk about a specific topic that we've talked about here on the show go on there and if there's not already a discussion going on about it bring it up there's plenty of us that uh, see it every day and we'll talk to you about it um, and if you don't understand things uh, don't know about history of Transformers uh, things you don't quite understand uh, there's plenty of us that are knowledgeable that follow that group that can help you understand and learn about it if you're a new fan yeah. So and we're nice
5: and we're nice
3: we hey,
5: Duron, do you have extra BotBots to trade?
3: Uh, no, I, and I would have to oh. ask my girlfriend because they're hers. Well, so. if you
5: did have extra ones to trade, you could join the official BotBots trading group. Yes. Also on Facebook.
3: What? Uh, what is it called, the official BotBots trading group? It's called
5: Transformers BotBots trading group. Mm. You should join it. It's where we trade BotBots. I it's have wonderful. joined it. I, have I joined know you did. It. Yes. Not just you, but, you know, listeners.
2: Have uh, any uh, ha, have uh, any of those bot bots like come come um, become valuable all of a sudden? Like any any that are like rarer than others? Anything like that? There or are, are some all...
5: that are rarer than others, but they're not quite coming to
2: value just yet. People having
5: it? rough times fighting Cuddletooth and Deuteronomy though.
2: Okay, so I mean, I'm just wondering if the, if the ecosystem, if you will, is uh, building up since you made that group. Not yet. We'll
4: not see. Quite. We'll see. I just I can't get into bot bots. I just don't. I They're, not don't the group Don.
3: They're not for everyone. on.
5: They're not for everyone. I'm not you in the group anyway.
3: <laughs> and make and if, if he leaves it, just add him. Add him back.
5: I'm gonna make you an admin of the group, Don.
3: <laughs> owner of the make him owner of the group.
5: No, nah, I'm the, owner of the group. Sorry. <laughs> no one loves bot bots more than I do.
3: You even bought a special display for them, didn't you?
5: Yeah, I did. I'm going to buy more of them too. Cause there's more coming.
2: Show it
3: off.
5: Uh, I have in another room. I'll post pictures. Post pictures.
3: All right, guys, we have went, uh, quite a while tonight. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us, uh, both on YouTube and Facebook live. Lots of great comments. Um, you know, so like I said, like subscribe and share wherever you consume this podcast, whether it be live on YouTube on Facebook, you know like our page. if you download the podcast's audio on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you download it, um, well you can't subscribe to it I guess well you probably subscribe to the RSS on uh, the website. so just subscribe to it, like share, and rate us you know give us give us a little mini review. Uh, help people under uh, understand that this is your favorite Transformers podcast or one of your favorite Transformers podcasts. There's lots of great ones out there. Um, we love the fact that you guys listen to us and watch us every week and uh, it's fun doing this. I mean, like it says up there in the corner. We've been going since 2010, so uh, almost 10 years doing this. It's hard to believe. Next year will be 10 years of TFYLP. So, yeah. Yay. Not a flash in the pan. <laughs> Not a flash in the pan. All right, guys. We will see you next time on TFYLP for Dawn, Anna, Paul, and that little thought bubble up here. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, <laughs> good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.
0: Good night. <laughs> T-F-Y-L-P!